you or anyone you know is suffering, there's a crisis text line with free 24-7 support. Text HOME to 741-741 for the United States and Canada. Text 85258 for the UK and 50808 for Ireland. You can find them on crisistextline.org and they're also available to message via Facebook. Thank you to Jessica for bringing this up. Thank you to our producers for this week's episode. Danielle, Ginger, Mike, Cat OJ, Devin, Savannah, Pixel Donut, Janelle, Michelle, Diane, Joy, Josh, Shorty, Lauren, Rebecca, Araceli, Kehlani Hawaii, Obese J, KDP, Rory, Kaylee, Bradley, Christelle, Brandon, Shelby TX, Lorraine, Courtney, Chris, Heidi, Lila, and our newest member and producer, Jerron. Hopefully I'm saying that correct. Welcome to the club. If you're interested in becoming a member of the official Nightmare Society Campfire Online, you can find us on patreon.com slash nightmare society. It's a way you can show support for the podcast, or if you're just interested in bonus episodes, early access, and other fun stuff, that's where all that is. There's a few tiers for you to choose from, starting at a dollar a month. Also, a big thanks to our contributors for today's episode. User QuickDisc and user Safira45. Lastly, don't forget the Nightmare Society podcast can be found anywhere you get your podcasts as well as YouTube, and there's a new episode every Thursday. You can find us on Instagram at Nightmare Society Radio, so head over and give us a follow. Our merch shop is linked in the episode notes as well if you're interested in that. Now, get comfy and prepare yourself for another episode of The Nightmare Society. So this has been happening for a couple of weeks now. I have an abnormal job schedule, so I'm usually awake throughout the night and sleep during the day. My routine on weekdays is to get home from work, watch Netflix until the wee hours of the morning, and then go to sleep. One night around 4am, this girl shows up outside of my window. It took me God knows how long to notice her standing there because I was glued to the TV, but I catch her staring at me through the window. It startled me so hard because her features were completely abnormal. She was freakishly skinny, with exaggerated facial features, and her body was contorted and twisted in a way that really disturbed me. She looked like a car crash victim. I wasn't even sure she was still breathing until she ran away from the window. This has happened every single night since. I've been trying to take pictures the last few nights, but she runs away as soon as I can pull my phone out. Although her head is facing away, this is the only decent photo I can snap. You can find the image on Instagram at Nightmare Society Radio. If you haven't seen it already, I highly suggest pausing this and checking that out real quick before proceeding. 
I talked with the police and of course they blew me off. So I don't know what to do except ask Reddit. If this is paranormal, are there any urban legends that resemble this encounter? And if so, is there any way to get rid of this? Four days later, the user posts. Here's an update on my previous post of the ongoing encounters with a creepy, grotesque girl standing outside my window. A lot of people commented that she could very well be a meth addict, a neighbor who might need legitimate help. I started believing this too, until the other night when she came to the window in a way worse condition. Her jaw is now completely unhinged, hanging wide open to an unnatural degree. I also noticed her wrist is fractured, deformed into an abnormal shape. She's been getting closer to my window too. I took the photo above as she was turning to run away. I'm not convinced that this is paranormal, but I'm definitely not sure now that this isn't just a meth addict. As of typing this, I just placed an order for an outdoor surveillance camera on Amazon, so hoping to get more evidence for police and whoever else can help me. If anyone has any info on what I could potentially be dealing with, please leave me a comment or DM me. Two days later, a new incident happened. Last night I was browsing online super late. I was facing towards the window the girl always comes to. Outdoor lights were on and phone camera are at the ready. But this time she wasn't there. Instead, she came to a different window, the one that's behind me, near my back door. She tapped on the glass rapidly and repeatedly for a solid 30 seconds. I sat there paralyzed, worried to move as I didn't want to aggravate her. But this was the closest I've ever seen her. So now my suspicions that this is more than a drug addict have been even more satiated. The other day I went to the sheriff's department and they told me that they're going to look into it and are going to question the neighbors as well. I believe they are leading with the meth addict theory obviously, despite the near impossibilities I described to them. Fifteen days later, after the knocking on my window, sightings have become less and less frequent, which seems to have led the sheriff's department to lose interest. On a personal note, the less common sightings have actually taken a toll on me. I don't know when to expect her, or what she'll do next when I see her. As her visits go on, she seems to be more and more infatuated with me, instead of just standing in my yard like she used to. Bums, she's very close to my doors or windows. This thought keeps me awake, and my hours of sleep have been dwindling, even less than usual. The next time she shows up though, I'm prepared to get some better evidence. This is the last time the user updates us on their situation. Hey, I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. 
and we're the hosts of Paranormal. If you want to feel like you're at a slumber party with your best friends, telling everyone creepy stories, listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. That's Paranormal, the normal is in brackets. Stay Stay spooky. spooky! I grew up and live in a mid-sized city in the Midwest, and against my better judgment, I am someone who likes to roam around at night. I consider myself very fortunate to not have had very many creepy experiences in my life, but the few I have had have all been pants-crappingly scary. This is one of those times. One night back in July of this past year, I got off work at 8pm and went home. I didn't have to go into my morning job the next day, and since there was no reason to force myself to go to bed early, I decided to stay up as late as I wanted to. By all the sounds of twilight in the city combined with the warm summer breeze filtering through my open bedroom window, successfully seduced me into taking one of my nighttime adventures. So around 9.30pm, I grabbed my keys and left my apartment. I drove around for about 20 minutes, figuring out where to go, and decided to go hang out at the playground of a nearby elementary school and listen to music for a while. I got there shortly after 10pm and perched myself on one of the empty swings, pressing my headphones deep into my ears and turning the volume up to max. I looked out at the view of the city laid about before me on the top of the hill I was on and began to zone out, contemplating life for a while. I don't know exactly how long I was there, but after some time I felt the need to look around and check to see if anyone else was in the vicinity. The property the school sits on dead ends into a residential neighborhood behind the building, and it wasn't uncommon for people to be cutting through or for kids to be there at night as well. Usually anyone else that shows up is harmless, but it didn't hurt to be cautious. I looked behind me and was initially startled by the sight of a person, completely in silhouette, walking in my general direction. I let out a small gasp. I'm to turn on their heels and start walking slowly back toward the entrance to the playground. After the momentary shock wore off, my rational side came to the conclusion that whoever it was had come up there to be alone like I had, and was just as uneasy about stumbling upon a stranger in the darkness as I was. I figured they would leave after a few minutes, and I could get to my car safely. So I gathered up my things while keeping an eye on the situation. And in those few minutes, alarm bells started going off in my head. I didn't see the person as my view was obstructed partially by playground equipment. But after taking my headphones out of my ears and shoving them into my pocket... I could hear the sound of their footsteps along the asphalt, along with the sound of a video or some other media playing on a phone. Every once in a while the person would shift their weight, scraping their shoes against the ground and giving away their position. 
telling me that they were still loitering by that gate. Eventually I heard the sound of fading footsteps as the person walked away from me. And with a sigh of relief, I prepared to exit the playground and get back in my car. I was on edge and more than ready to go home. I sat there for a few minutes, listening, to try and see if the person was really gone, while double checking my messages and making sure I had all of my stuff gathered up, i.e. to keep from freaking myself out. I didn't hear anything, so I decided now was the time to make my move but not before standing up and looking around to make sure the coast was clear. And that's when I saw him sitting on a bench, facing away from me, and posture erect, completely in silhouette just as he had been when he slithered up on me. He didn't move a muscle, but just sat there like a statue. At this point, I was sure that whoever they were, they were waiting for me to go out of the gate so they could do... God knows what to me. I decided to try and outsmart them by climbing the fence, but it was too high, and the noise I made trying to scale the rusty chain-link metal only called more attention to myself. As I was trying to make my failed escape plan, the person got up from the bench and started pacing back and forth, somehow still managing to keep themselves at least partially in silhouette as they darted in and out from under the bright lights of the elementary school doors. A tall, thin, wiry male in his late teens to mid-twenties, wearing gray jeans, crisp white sneakers that looked like they just came from out of a box, and a red sweatshirt with a hood that was kept up to cover his face the entire time. He walked with a smooth but confident gait, and I can only describe as what you would call a stereotypical pimp. And while his feet glided along the pavement, there was a jittery twitchiness about him that was reminiscent of crack addicts and other tweakers I'd seen panhandling on street corners and in gas station parking lots around town. I hadn't bothered to call the police in the time leading up to this because I didn't want to get someone in trouble who didn't deserve to be. But after all this, I couldn't deny that I was in a dangerous situation potentially, and I rang 911. The dispatcher my location, stating that there was someone who may or may not be trying to corner me, and that I'd like a patrol car to come out with no lights or sirens and just pull up to the school doors to sit there within view of the guy so that I could get to my car safely. The dispatcher said she'd send someone out and I spent the next chunk of time waiting for the cops to show up while making myself as invisible as possible. The person was still pacing after I hung up with 911, but now they were doing so in a much more menacing way. Now they would walk behind the school building and into the shadows and disappear for a few seconds, only to pop out again and keep pacing. I kept watch in my peripheral and could see that at times after they would come out from behind the building, they would look in my direction. I sat frozen on the swing, trying to keep calm and not look at the person while staring in the direction of the road watching for the police. After about 30 minutes of waiting, they still had not shown up, 
and I was starting to get irritated. Now I was more focused on watching for them, and while I knew the person was still there, they were not my main focus anymore. At one point I looked over toward the front doors of the school and didn't see them pacing anymore, and I didn't see them anywhere when I stood up and looked around the playground equipment. Seeing that they were seemingly gone and the police were useless at this point, I decided now was the time to leave, but not before taking one last look behind me. And there he was, hiding in the shadows and moving stealthily along the fence line, hood up and keeping himself completely in silhouette, about 50 feet away, and moving toward me like a freaking ninja. I lost it and let out a small scream, which caused him to raise one arm and wave at me in a slow, robotic, almost teasing way. I locked my eyes on him and started booking it to my car now that he was closer to the back of the lot than the gate, and I just ran like hell. I unlocked the doors, got in, started it up, and locked them again immediately catching my breath and watching as the dark figure started slowly and methodically walking off the playground and toward the entrance gate where he had been pacing back and forth earlier. I put the car in reverse and pulled around to head out of the lot. The person was now standing directly under the lights of the school doors, hood down, exposing his face and hair, with arms crossed and an erect stature as if to say, what are you going to do now? He made sure to do this when I was far enough away from the door so that I couldn't see his face. I called 911 back on the way home and told the dispatcher that I'd managed to escape on my own, trying not to rip into her about how useless the police were and how irritated I was that they never showed up. She stated they would still send a patrol car out to the school to survey the area. It was now 11.45pm. I made my way home and never heard anything about the incident again. And I don't go to that playground at night anymore. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to share the podcast with your like-minded friends. And follow us on Instagram at Nightmare Society Radio. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can do so on patreon.com slash nightmare society, or you can go leave us a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, sweet dreams.